Good morning, and welcome to Simply Science. It's Wednesday, January 24th. On today's show, we have the science quiz, testing your knowledge on the PVNP problem. China is making strides in space with their testing of 16 nanometer chips, while NASA continues to use a 250 nanometer process. Plus, Pagan helps AHS earn the AP Computer Science Female Diversity Award. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Science. We start off with a fundamental question in computer science that has puzzled scientists for decades, the PVNP problem. It asks whether all problems whose solutions can be verified in a certain length of time can also be solved in a comparable length of time. To help us understand this complex issue, we have our correspondent, Michael. So Michael, what is this length of time called for the purpose of this problem? The length of time you're referring to, David, is known as polynomial time. This denotes a length that depends on the size or s of the input problem raised to some power, for example, s squared. And there's another length of time, isn't there? One that increases faster than polynomial time as the size of the problem increases. Yes, that's correct. This other length of time is called exponential time. Unlike polynomial time, exponential time is proportional to an integer raised to the input size. So as the size of the problem increases, exponential time, like 2 to the power of s, will increase faster than polynomial time, like s squared. This PVNP problem is one of seven unsolved problems that a certain private foundation offers a cash prize for solving. Can you tell us more about this foundation? Yes, the foundation you're referring to is the Clay Mathematics Institute. Based in Colorado, it offers a million-dollar cash prize for the solutions to seven unsolved problems, one of which is the PVNP problem. The solution to the PVNP problem has significant consequences for cryptography. Can you explain how this might affect the encryption of information? Certainly. Take the RSA algorithm, for instance. This algorithm encrypts information by taking advantage of the fact that it's very difficult to identify the prime number factors of a very large number within a certain amount of time. If the PVNP problem were solved and it turned out that P equals NP, it would mean that there's a fast or polynomial time method for solving this problem. This would effectively break the RSA encryption. And finally, there's a well-known American mathematician who believed that solving a sufficiently complicated problem would consume a lot more time than verifying the solution. Who was he? That would be John Nash. He wrote to the U.S. National Security Agency in 1955, expressing this belief. Nash is popular for his work in game theory, and his life was famously portrayed in the movie A Beautiful Mind. Thanks for that enlightening discussion on the PVNP problem, Michael. Now, let's shift our gaze to the stars, where China is taking its chip technology to new heights, literally. The country is using its Tiangong space station to test processors, a move that could give it a significant edge in the tech world. More than 20 new high-performance chips, more advanced than those used by other countries in space, have already passed testing. Here to delve deeper into this is our correspondent Celeste. Can you tell us more about this development? Certainly, David. This large-scale chip testing in orbit is a crucial part of China's ambitious space plans. The chips being tested range from the 28 to 16 nanometer process, 
making them considerably more advanced than those used by other countries in space. For comparison, NASA's chips, like the RAD750 processor used in the James Webb Space Telescope, are based on 30-year-old technology. So, how does this testing process work in space? During routine supply missions to the space station, a large number of new chips for civilian or military use are sent into space. These chips are installed on the outside of the space station by astronauts for rigorous radiation testing. The chips run various software programs, and the data generated can be sent back to Earth through the space station's powerful communication system. If necessary, these chips can be returned to Earth with astronauts for further testing. And what are the benefits of conducting these tests in space? This large-scale testing can rapidly improve the technology and cut research and development costs of China's space-grade chips. It also allows China to maintain confidentiality, as the International Space Station's rules would require detailed information about all payloads, including those involving national security and technical secrets, to be shared with the 15 participating countries. What challenges does China face in this endeavor? As the number of transistors on chips increases, they become more vulnerable to attacks from cosmic high-energy particles. This phenomenon, known as a single-event upset, can affect the accuracy of computing and information storage. Occasionally, a rogue high-energy particle breaches multiple layers of defense, striking a transistor at an unforeseen angle. This poses a daunting task for chip designers. How does China plan to overcome these challenges? Large-scale testing on the space station would help China develop advanced protection technologies. Scientists anticipate potential challenges such as single-event upset with a combination of radiation-hardened design, optimized layouts, and enhanced quality. This testing also allows as many suppliers as possible to compete on an equal platform, rather than selecting suppliers first and then testing their chips. That was Simply Science reporter Celeste. Thanks for shedding light on this fascinating development. Speaking of developments, Apollo High School and its teacher, Michelle Pagan, have been recognized with the College Board AP Computer Science Female Diversity Award for the second time. This award is given to schools that have successfully increased girls' access to AP Computer Science courses. To discuss this achievement further, we have our correspondent from Simply Science. Can you tell us more about this award and its significance? Certainly, David. The College Board, which administers advanced placement exams, grants the AP Computer Science Female Diversity Award when the percentage of females passing the exam exceeds 50% of the total class. Michelle Pagan, the lead teacher for the math department at Apollo since 2018, has expressed that this award is a testament to the school's commitment to excellence and gender diversity in AP Computer Science courses. How does this recognition align with the school's broader achievements? Well, it's interesting to note that Apollo students have also performed well in other areas. For instance, two groups of students secured third and fourth place in Congressman Brett Guthrie's annual app challenge. Pagan believes that these recognitions from promoting diversity in computer science education to excelling in app development challenges reinforce the impact of their educational approach. Tell us more about Michelle Pagan's commitment to education and inclusivity in computer science. Pagan has been actively teaching computer science and girls who code at Apollo since 2019. She holds a master's degree in education 
and is a national board-certified teacher in mathematics. Pagan is driven by the pursuit of excellence and a belief in continuous improvement. She believes in exploring innovative approaches to provide the best possible education in computer science to her students. And how does she incorporate community outreach into her educational framework? Pagan leverages her minor in youth and nonprofits to include community outreach initiatives in her educational framework. She believes this not only enriches the learning experience for students, but also emphasizes the broader impact of STEM education in creating positive change. In essence, the journey leading to the College Board AP Computer Science Female Diversity Award is a culmination of academic endeavors, mentorship, extracurricular achievements, and community engagement. That's quite an achievement, Abby. Thanks for sharing. Now, let's shift gears to the world of mathematics, where one of the most intriguing unsolved problems is the P versus NP problem. It questions whether all problems whose solutions can be verified in a certain length of time can also be solved in a comparable length of time. Here to delve into this complex issue is our correspondent for Simply Science, Bella. So Bella, what is this length of time called in the context of the P versus NP problem? This length of time is referred to as polynomial time. It's a measure of computational complexity that depends on the size of the input problem raised to some power. For example, if the size of the input problem is denoted by s, the time complexity could be proportional to s squared. And there's another length of time that's relevant to this problem, correct? Yes, that's right. This other length of time is called exponential time. Unlike polynomial time, exponential time is proportional to an integer raised to the input size. So, as the size of the input problem increases, the time complexity under exponential time increases much faster than under polynomial time. Who is offering a reward for the solution to this problem? The Clay Mathematics Institute, a private foundation based in Colorado, has offered a million-dollar cash prize for the solution to the P versus NP problem. It's one of seven unsolved problems for which they've offered such a reward. What would be the implications of solving the P versus NP problem for cryptography? The implications would be significant. For instance, the RSA algorithm, which is used to encrypt information, relies on the fact that it's very difficult to identify the prime number factors of a very large number within a certain amount of time. If it turns out that P equals NP, meaning problems that can be verified in polynomial time can also be solved in polynomial time, it would undermine the security of the RSA algorithm. Who was the American mathematician who suggested that solving a sufficiently complicated problem would take much more time than verifying the solution. That was John Nash, an American mathematician renowned for his work in game theory. In 1955, he wrote to the U.S. National Security Agency expressing his belief that solving a sufficiently complicated problem would consume a lot more time than verifying the solution. Thanks for that insightful explanation, Bella. With that, we wrap up our stories for today on Simply Science, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. <laughs>